Uh, well, welcome to the Mark Zuckerberg Show. Uh, today, Damien and I are discussing which is shitter, Facebook or my face, uh, Twitter. Oh, uh, Damien. You had a wonderful what? rhythmic flow there. I'm sorry. And you, and you just couldn't pull the trigger. Uh, That's unbelievable. And then my, yeah, then my face sat all over it. What? <laughs> what? No, it's MySpace. Okay. Did you ever have a MySpace account? I did not have a MySpace account. Um, I believe back in the day, I probably had like Bebo, if anyone remembers that, for like two <gasps> months. Bebo? What the? All I had it was Celebrity Nasdaq. Uh, that was yeah. my social media experience. Do you remember that? I do not remember that, no. I remember um, uh, our friend Russell had his own Celebrity Nasdaq, and I decided I would break into his account and steal all of his money. Uh, so I got in, I knew his email address, obviously, and it said, what's the password? I said, I, I forgot my password. So it said, okay, and to th answer this security question. And it was back in the days where you could set your own security question. And his question was sausage, question mark. <laughs> so the, the answer was so obviously could... <laughs> just sausage, period. And I got in and I, just, I stole all his money, uh, all his virtual money. Is it weird that bef even before if, yeah, even before you said, you know, you had to set your own security question, <laughs> whatever the question was going to be, I just knew the answer was going to be sausage. Oh. <laughs> I mean, this is yeah, like fifteen years ago, and I can oh fuck, I, I could, I could predict that. Oh, oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. Oh no. Oh dear. It appears that we haven't evolved as human beings at all, Damien. Oh. It appears that we're exactly the same as we were when we were fifteen, and we're doomed to be this. Well, yeah, I suppose so. Well, but I mean, the intro. We what we can take from here is if we can. Um, we can isolate any of his like email addresses or any kind of like current <laughs> accounts. I have every faith that um, you know that the same kind of security measures will be implemented. And in fact, you know, uh, maybe not now, but you know, he could have assets down the line, and I think they will be easily seized um, with a little bit of jiggery pokery. <laughs> not even jiggery pokery, just you know, sausage. <laughs> just type the fucking password in. But now with two-step verification, it will be sausage? Question mark. Sausage. Okay. All right. You've cleared that, but seriously, sausage? Like, yeah, uh. sausage. Okay, then. All right. Now you're in for real. Yeah. I will. Um, yeah. Oh, dear. I imagine it's such a drag for, for him if, um, when he gets, uh, when he has to set those passwords that uh, have to incorporate numbers as well as regular characters. I hate it. <laughs> I imagine his workaround, though, is that the E in sausage is now a three. You know, it's a compromise, but it's nothing too grievous uh, by his standards. I tell you, I tell you, the only data breach I've ever had so far in my life is fairly recently. I checked my Amazon, and the only the only time I've ever ever written an Amazon uh, review is for that Hoover that we bought, that vacuum cleaner. Right. Okay. Uh, that that was very efficient, but then we realised you couldn't empty it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the only review I ever uh, I ever wrote, except for apparently uh, one review I I wrote about five months ago uh, for a collar that you put on a dog and it stops it barking. And the review was something like, "I like collar very much. It stopped dog do barking." <laughs> <laughs> and I contacted Amazon, and Amazon were basically like, "Oh well, I don't know how this has happened. Sorry, they didn't care." So, you know, it's kind of like, well, someone knows my password and, and, and they've used it to write this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I rewrote it saying, like, this is a very efficient collar, uh, but I after uh, after a couple of uses on my poodle, I had to have it put down and write all this shit. So, well, there you go. Okay, hellfire. Yeah. It helped very much when my dog do barking, though. <laughs> dog do barking. <laughs> Slough, this is Slough. Welcome to dog do barking, Twyford. Welcome to Reading. Have you ever been to Slough? I have never been to Slough, no. I think I might have travelled past it on the way to Legoland or something like that as a child. I uh, I used to go through it every day for a, a very brief period. And uh, literally the the tannoy announces the stations. You, you know, you're in... You are in Reading. Welcome to Reading. You are in Twyford. Welcome to Twyford. You are in Maidenhead. Welcome to Twyford. Slough. This is Slough. <laughs> Honestly, every day, every day, it's the same recording. Slough. This is Slough. It doesn't do that for anything else. It never says London Euston. This is London Euston. Never does that. 
Yeah, I always there was one uh, there was one service I'd always get uh, down. Uh, it's like the Windsor and Eaton train from Waterloo, and yeah, it, it would go through like uh, the announcements, and it would read every station, right? And it was always one consistent, like fairly consistent recording, right? You could it all it all matched, but except when the guy would uh, you know, he'd read uh, it was uh, Richmond, this this uh, St Margaret's, and then finally it was always out of left field, and it always got me. He'd be he'd read Twickenham. With complete like surprise, like someone just slapped it on his fucking desk with a picture of the fattest fucking cock he's ever seen. He's like, "What the fuck, Twickenham?" And I'm surprised, like, yeah, do, do you get, maybe you want to try another read? No, that's fine. It's absolutely fine. No one will know. Every time I got that train, I'd always train. I'd always have to look up. It's, it always it was always incredibly fucking jarring. <laughs> this is a Piccadilly line train to. Cockfosters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was always said with so much satisfaction. <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd hear it about 20 times on a journey. Cockfosters. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd ride like most, you know, uh, when I had this one job I had, and I'd have to ride like half the line. And um, there were some yeah. people that would get on. It would be around the kind of airport into the city, and people wouldn't bat an eyelid at first, but to, it would break people down to, as they would get into central London if they were still on the train. I would see people always crease up almost every well, day. cockfosters. Yeah, easily. I mean, there's one, there's one station not too far from here. It's simple, and it shouldn't be inoffensive, but I always kind of laugh when I hear it, and it's whopping. <laughs> and I don't know why, but it's just like, that place must be a fucking joke. Whopping. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's, it's, I know it's childish, but it just, it, it just gets to me. And every time I hear it on the, on the channel, every t- time I see the station go past, it's just, it, I, I crease up, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's all actually quite banal names for most of it, though. Whopping's a nice change because it's usually like Bracknell Green, Sandy Crook, Green Acres, Green Fields, New Fields. So what we're saying is we should be celebrating Wapping for its, uh, its uniqueness. Is that it? Before we move on, we can settle on that. Yeah, I, th- I think so, yeah. Okay, all praise. Wapping just makes me think of a, a place which has been landed on by an enormous Big Mac. <laughs> it just sits there. Not in any great peril, just a little bit moist. It's not killed anyone, it's just bread and a bit of meat. <laughs> it's so it's so huge, you know. It's landed on all these houses, and people have had time to get out and crawl out under it and everything. Uh, well, so Damien, um, I think maybe today or or yesterday, uh, there's something come out in the news um, where Facebook have have delivered a survey to a number of users, a limited number of users, uh, asking their opinion on um, indecent images of children on Facebook. Have you heard about that? No, I haven't heard about that. Oh well, that's not helpful, Damien. Um, so it, what they've done is they've just they've just put up a survey which apparently says, "Do you think that images of children should be allowed on Facebook? Not allowed on Facebook? Should people posting them should be banned?" In in I think what is probably quite a generic survey where they've it's things like politics, yes or uh, no, offensive <laughs> beliefs. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, and and one of the one of the things that they've included on a list of things to ask people about, you know, should we put advertisements here is kind of like, and child pornography, are you, are you all for that? <laughs> they just kind of slip it into the end, you know. You're just so used to clicking yes at this point and you know, accidentally slip them out. I, I mean, I don't really want to, um, to... I don't really want to give specific examples of Facebook's failings. Um, I, I kind of... Th- I want to talk about both Facebook and Twitter in a broad sense. Um, what it, what is your sense uh, with Facebook and Twitter in terms of uh, their impact on society? I mean, do you think they they have been as impactful as people say, or do you think it's a bit overblown? Uh, I would say yeah. Um, I I mean, what what do people regard as the impact really? Because I would say there has okay, been a huge right. impact because it's uh, I mean, it has changed the way that people behave. I mean, I don't know if it's yeah. When people regard impact, if it, what they mean is like how people receive their news and you know, well, they're, they're kind of presence and what have you, but if you, if you're saying that it's changed the or they've changed the way people behave, I think that's a pretty big impact. I mean, like the issue of communication, I don't think is a bad thing. But what I what I see, which I I find quite insidious, is it seems to 
So I've seen people using like Facebook for like kind of nefarious means. I think um, what really. you're talking about is is a little bit of a little bit of low-key stalking. Yes, uh, I would say more so. Yeah, I would kind of low to mid-range stalking, really. <laughs> okay, uh, all right, okay. I mean, I mean, uh, you're not, you know, not not quite coming in an envelope and sending it to them. Not no, yet. No, no, nothing quite as deviant not, not as yet. that. But uh, it's but uh, but like get you know, kind of you know, getting your cycle with their cycle. You know, I would say so. They're definitely testing the waters, really, seeing what they can get away with, see how invisible they are to this person, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, now, there's one. Oh, there's there's a guy that I work with. He's this very lonely dude, but he's now he's kind of renowned for being a bit of. He talks a lot of filth. He's regarded as quite a pervy individual. I don't know if he's... Oh, you're talking about Pervy Allen? <laughs> oh, you're talking about Dirty Tony? <laughs> There's loads of them, really, you know. Oh, he, he, but Tony was dirty, wasn't he? He was. He was fucking filthy. He was. Oh, no, don't say it like that. Oh, oh, yeah. no, oh what have I sounds, done? Sounds like, sounds like you had him over the sofa with a crunchy up his ass covered in syrup. Oh, my God. I can't... Oh. Too much information there. And it's like, yeah, yeah, Tony, I know the syrup's gross, I know the baked beans are gross, but together. <laughs> I just thought we were going a bit too highbrow, so... You know. Oh, yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah, well, we've de- definitely right, dispelled any rumours of class. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, I've seen people use this as uh, quite a <laughs> quite a horrible tool, um, and one of... Um, it's kind of interesting that you go straight there. I, don't, I mean, I don't think that's why most people... Who are turned off Facebook? Are turned off Facebook? Yeah, what I've seen is that uh, people that don't seem to like Facebook don't like it for what Facebook seems to feed them in terms of like news and information, rather than my stance, which is um, watching people and how they use it. Um, right. Yeah, I, I understand. Well, I don't know. I think I think there's that, but I also think a lot of people don't like Facebook because Facebook knows a lot about them. You know, people people know. Well, Facebook knows who I am. It knows my age. It knows my demographics, but I don't think they understand exactly what that means. It doesn't just mean it knows who you are, where you live, maybe even what car you drive. Facebook knows stuff like who your parents are, mm-hmm. right? It, it knows who your family is. Yeah, it, it, you know, it, it doesn't just know like what car you drive. It knows the age of your car. It 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 could well know how much insurance you're paying. It knows what you do. It knows what you look look for on the internet. People are people are saying things like they've um, they've been typing things into Facebook chat, talking to each other about maybe a, a certain product that they're going to buy or something, and an ad will come up somewhere mm-hmm. else. And Facebook have taken that information; they've mined that information. And and a lot of it is it depends on how much you you feed it, of course. But I think a lot of it is, yeah, is quite insidious and quite in the background and quite off Facebook. Yeah, you know I, where where it gets its information. That's what people don't like. I mean, I've got stung not by Facebook actually, um, but by I think it was, it was just by my iPhone actually years ago. Um, and I, I got this new iPhone, and I, it was being fed information without me really knowing. And it was uh, I used to. Walk, I used to do this very specific walk to work and then back. And then I never right. told it where I worked or anything like that. But I was I was going through some of the information on, like, I think it was a history on maps or something to do with my context. But it had listed um, this location where I worked on the map um, as work. It had figured out, you know, um, what time wow. I was traveling to work, how long I was spending there, and what time I was going back. And it would seen the same kind of... P- a pattern, I suppose, and it had made the assumption that that was where I was work. I was working without me ever telling it that. And All right, and and obviously there is an assumption because yes, I guess yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of waiting for you to say, oh no, actually, I'm just having a very very weird affair with this this man who lives there <laughs> or whatever. But <laughs> the baked but, beans but and yeah, the syrup. It, it made the assumption because obviously it's it's worked out well. You know, he's not there for two hours every day. He's there for a shift. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's worked that out. It's worked out how long you stayed there. Yeah, I mean, when I when I saw that, I was absolutely fucking aghast. I mean, that's I think I was kind of I was very relaxed about my um, how I would I was very relaxed about how I control my information online. I thought uh, maybe I was you know I thought I was being a little bit too skeptical or cynical when people say you know they're doing this this and this. But when I saw that, I was like fucking hell! It really is quite as bad as as people say. I mean, you you were kind of reeling off examples about um, you know car insurance and stuff like that, and I feel like some of that was meant kind of hyperbolically, but it really isn't that far from the fucking truth. I mean, 
yeah, it, it really is quite as extreme as like some people really can say. Uh, it's uh, it's absolutely fucking disgusting, and I suppose you know, right. upsetting and quite scary. I suppose. I okay. I wouldn't well, see well, I mean, that's one way to look at it, though. But uh, I mean, people, you know, um, proponents of it would say, well, it's it's this f- massive free service. You might even argue it's this massive free service, and that's how they've got to pay for it. What with per- people? Ah, stumped you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. People pay with what the with the information you mean. Yeah, people pay. Yes, people pay with their information. People pay with their marketing information, basically. Right. Basically, okay. yeah. Like, like you know, on on YouTube, you know, a, a video isn't free. You're, you know, there's a chance you have to watch a, an advert, even if it's just five seconds of an advert, before you can watch your video. You're paying with your time. Mm. Okay, fair. Yeah, okay, I, I, I understand. Um, well, but, still, there you go. I mean, that's the reason I. But started well, just, just from that stuff. Yeah, but 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 you know, just because they've had to, um, they've had to monetize it, uh, doesn't mean that it's a good thing that they. You know, they have done that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think most people, when they look at the huge list of everything Facebook could potentially know about you, that is quite a lot of information. Property size, home value, square footage of home, maybe. They might know who you voted for. If You, you know, if you write on certain posts, they, well, they definitely know what posts you've written on. I wouldn't be surprised if they, they know certain words that you use, keywords that come up. Um... Uh, and you know that is their business. Their business is data mining, advertising, oh. finding data about people that's really relevant to someone who wants to sell something. And I think the biggest, the biggest metric that is relevant is your location, right? I suppose so. Yeah. You know, if you if you're a local business, you don't want to advertise to everyone in the country. Yeah, I can understand the yeah the logic of what you're saying. It's still. Uh... It's still really kind of un- uneasy, I guess, because it, I guess, because it packages itself as something completely different, really, and has done for a long time. And I guess that's mm. what, I guess that's what that's insidious about it, really. I went through the um, the Twitter advertising tool once. I've never advertised anything on Twitter, but I went through it to kind of see what it was all about. And um, they know a lot about a lot of users. Certainly not everyone, and I, I imagine actually quite a small percentage. But they, they, you know, well, the stuff they were they were offering was, well, we can we can advertise your your promoted tweet to people who make between seventy and seventy nine thousand dollars a year, you know, and and when you think about it, if you say, well, I'm looking for someone who makes yeah between that seventy and seventy nine thousand dollars a year, I'm looking for someone who makes that, someone who works in Georgia, I'm looking for a man, um, fifty to sixty, um, and someone who's uh, got a bad, a, you know, a bad health insurance program or whatever. You can really kind of narrow it down to uh, a sele- not a select group of individuals, but a much smaller group of individuals, and you can really hone your adverts onto onto them. And I, I think you know, if you you kind of talk about it logically and just in terms of economics, it's great. It 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 enables people to be hooked up with products that they might want far more far more easier. It enables people to be uh, to to find out about niche products uh, and for those manufacturers to connect with consumers. But also it's collecting a lot of data, which isn't anything to do with that, naturally, you know, a lot of baggage. Mm -hmm. And there's always a risk that that can be used somewhere else, right? And I think that's what people are scared of. And I don't think that's illegitimate. I think that's that's what I was trying to touch on, but you could... Albeit much more eloquently than I could have possibly done. Well, I've I've got fucking ham mouth this morning, so I I I, I can't be expected to talk at all. Well, oh, I've dear. sent you I've sent you some encouragement there. Oh, you fucking piece of <laughs> shit! Uh, so I just sent Damien another picture of his own father. Oh dear, yeah. So yeah, well, uh, yeah. You're you're doing your own bit of data mining at the moment, and uh, oh, <sighs> don't. Oh, it's only oh. for how handsome your dad is. Oh. Sh- so um, Damien doesn't have a Facebook, but but that's okay because Damien's dad has like a hundred all at once. <laughs> dad has a lot of Facebook going on. I always wonder. Um, oh fucking hell! Here's another one. I always wonder what would have happened if I introduced him to other kind of social media sites. Um, I don't think he'd get on with Twitter, but I feel something like Snapchat would be uh, would be would be terrifying. I've never used I, Snapchat. 
No, neither of neither have I. I've only seen people use it and kind of wanted to walk up to them and just twat the phone out of their hand and just be and just say to them, No. Just no. There's one guy no. I work with who used to just prance around the kitchen with that uh with I thought his, it was uh, for taking picture, uh, pictures of your genitals. Uh, well, I, I've, I have every uh, every belief that he would do that in his spare time, but he also had a lot of time at work to kind of dance around in front of the camera. Go, I don't know what he was fucking talking about, but he would do little tours of the kitchen, like, here's him, here's this, and it's like, oh, I didn't didn't fucking like it. Um, this is uh, someone that my girlfriend used to work with as well, and, like, she knew more, she found out more about um, where I was working um, just by, like, see what he would... Uh, put on fucking snapchat oh uh, really. yeah no i yeah I, I hate that that's kind of like being exposed by proxy it makes makes having affairs very difficult i imagine yes i imagine so i mean i i've no i've no doubt that that's what my girlfriend was looking for i think she must have been really disappointed when every time i would appear on fucking camera i'd just be i'd be stood at a section looking just scowling at the fucking camera saying get that fucking thing out of my face because there I yeah. am boy, online without, essentially without my permission with his fucking smug grin all over his face. I used to know someone who, uh, who had Facebook uh, and wouldn't let his girlfriend be friends with him on Facebook. <laughs> Wait because for he, suspicion. Because, because, yes, because, well, you know who it was. And it was because he, he had uh, part-time short-time girlfriends who were friends with you on Facebook. Oh, of course. And it's just, it's just like you're an idiot. Oh, dear. And what, what happened with that situation? Was she like, okay, or was that just... Oh, just he's, like he's, a, he's, a nail his in his coffin. Long, long-term girlfriend, you know, the girl who was really being fucked over was... Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't emphatically say she knew about it and she was in denial, but I always got the, got the sense she, she must have known. Ah, oh, that that is that is a you very know, sad one, story. One of the first things that ever happened to them, this guy was a serial cheater. I I mean I don't speak to him anymore or anything like that, you know. And I'm, he's not connected to me anymore. No one's going to find out who he is, is what I'm saying. But um, one of the first things that ever happened uh, in their relationship was uh, she slept over at his his apartment for the first night, and she found an earring in the bed, and. Uh, he said, "Oh yeah, yeah, and here's the other one," and and she <laughs> was like looking at him. And she was fuck, fucking furious, uh, and he said, "Are they not yours?" And she said, "No, I hate them." <laughs> <laughs> right, and if you if you know if you think about it, she she obviously knew. Yeah, of course. And uh, well, she should have dropped him right then, shouldn't she? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, what what an effort Rick, trying to wriggle out of that one. Are they yeah, but yours? That's the thing, he didn't. Are they yours? Are they yours? <laughs> yeah, he didn't care. That's the oh. thing. He didn't even give, give her the fucking dignity of being like, oh, well, I was practicing for a play, and I was a pirate and had earrings, and oh, um, Robbie the robot came through the the wall, the breezebrook wall, and he had a big pitcher of tea. And he was putting mint in it and sugar, and I was like, "Ah, oh, put some rum in there. That's a mint Jupiter." And Robbie the robot was like, "Fuck yes!" And then, uh, then there was a big tent, and uh, in uh, the tent was just like a big uh, loads of feathers, and it was all pink, like a a, a, a Sporticus thing, and uh, it was full of earrings. And the ear- one of the earrings fell down uh, because um, it goes to Max Clifford. Well, I'll tell you what, even without finishing that sentence, I mean, if you were cheating on me, I mean, I'd let you off the hook for that one. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but I can't believe that. It's like, oh, they yours. I mean, you, you, I mean, I imagine in his head, like, you just hear, aren't they yours? Or like, that's all, they or are they? I don't know. Which is worse? I don't know. I mean, I knew that. If you just looked at her in the face and was like, which one are you again? <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to be here. Oh God, not again! You don't have a dick still. <laughs> he says nothing. He just checks below the sheets. Like, I hope. Are you? Can we say at least that you're, you know, a genetic female? A <laughs> genetic female that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> he was a crass man. I'm a gen- Hi, I'm genetically female. What do you? What are your thoughts on Twitter? Because I think that that Twitter is is in many ways a much more laughable sort of uh, platform. 
I think it, I think it's very kind of silly at times, but also I can I can see how it's a useful tool for information. Yeah, I know you've had a lot more experience with the Twitter, but mine has been fairly limited. I tried it, um, I would say, the better part of a decade ago. For I'd say probably the better part of a year, and uh, it, it, for me, it just reminded me of a lot of uh, it kind of reminded me of school. Basically, it's just that all I would see was like a shit ton of other people's conversations um, and. Trying to chime in on any of it just felt completely fucking redundant, and you, yeah, it felt completely, completely useless. Um, well, I there is a lot be... of redundant conversation on Twitter. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. It was, it's, um, I mean, that's not quite what I was getting. All I'd see was is, it felt almost cliquey in, in terms of a lot of the stuff that I was, uh, I was following, trying to like, keep keep up to date on. Because even even if it wasn't like necessarily like these large accounts or you know famous or anything like that it's just regular users even so me trying to fucking find my way in any of these conversations it's just it just felt like it felt for me like trying way too hard just kind of you know if it was uh say like school it's just me stood out on the outside of a crowd going hey what do you think about this and just being completely fucking ignored is um, that what happened damien were you just stood outside of a, a crowd at school pulling cheese out of your toes going look at this smell this enjoy this guys don't you think this is cool look at the sky isn't the sky fucking great isn't it i have been chewing gum forming it into cubes and then putting them in the freezer i have brought my collection to school (laughs) tell me i am good i will put these cubes together and i will make myself a wife (laughs) an angular wife (laughs) very angular guys why don't you like me someone talk to me tell me i'm good I will get a lazy town wig and I will dye it a kind of like strawberry blonde and put it on my slightly dowdy wife and I will call it Angular Merkel. <laughs> and then you don't it. get that, but you know, in, in a few years it will you be funny. You get it because it's before Angela Merkel became <laughs> politically relevant in another country. Yes. Um, I know, for, for me, you know, I follow less than 200 people on Twitter and... If I'm going to be friendly to Twitter, it's a bit like a local pub in that uh, clearly there's people in there every night who know each other very well and talk to each other. And clearly there's different groups who don't really talk to each other, but, you know, I'm the go-between or in-between, and maybe there's another one or something. Like you say, it's cliquey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of good, though, because it, it's kind of like I've had a beer with all these different people, but I've never really sat down and joined their club. Because some people are on there very, very religiously, and you, you know, you hear people say like, "I missed missed you on Twitter last night," and all this. And I, th- I don't think that's a negative thing. I just think it's a bit of a waste of time. But also, you know, watching fucking the Crankies on TV is a waste of time. And I'm not gonna, I'm not. I mean, I don't think that Twitter is shit because of that. I think Twitter is shit because it's full of porn and bots and bullshit scams. I don't, you know, I don't think Facebook is shit because people can take photos of themselves. I think it's shit because they, or, or a small portion of them, take photos incessantly of themselves like madmen. Mm-hmm. One of the things I kind of, I've always like loathed the most about these kind of social media platforms as a whole is it really gives a, you know, people excuses to really kind of, really kind of love their lives a lot more and the way and, and celebrate it. And it's like, oh, really, guys, it's just. What but that's, but that, that's not true, is it? These people no, don't no, no, have no. their lives more. No, no, no. I, th- I, th- I, I think that a lot of people are... You know, well, what I see is people trying to kind of uh, trump up what are very kind of banal things. I mean, it, like one of the earliest examples where people invariably like, talk about like their fu- whatever meals they're having and stuff like that. Um, I feel like, you know, the only reason that pe- like some people like tolerate it is because they're doing exactly the same thing. And there's this understanding that, you know, if I gratify you, you, you know, and the rubbish that you're talking, you'll kind of do it for me. And it's just, I... You mean it's, it's a bit kind of like, well, you know that, you know that this is a charade, but if you go along with it, I'll go along with yours. Yeah, I think so because I've, you know, I'm. I mean, I'm like I have this obviously quite a miserable outlook towards it. But I'm not the only person that I see like ranting about the same same kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah. it's like why why do I have to hear about this or I have to see this fucking meal again or or this that and the other. And these are people that you know themselves use uh, the platform quite ardently as well, doing almost almost exactly the same thing. Um, Mm. So, and Mm. I imagine that the people they're complaining about, like, uh, you know, conversely say the same things of them. Um, I, I, you know, I've heard a lot of people, or a lot of people say this, and 
news sometimes say this or allude to this. Facebook and Twitter and these things are bad for you emotionally, and they're they're actually anti-social uh, social and all of that. And I don't really buy that exactly. I think that they can be insidious and they can be dangerous. And I definitely want to talk more about um, people overusing this stuff um, or misusing it. I like. I definitely want to, if you like. I, I definitely want to talk more about that. I wanted to say two things, and the second one is, is of course, a massive tangent. Um, I saw Ken Livingston the other day, and he was talking to Barbara Rossa. Uh, no, the the first thing is is I actually have had quite a positive experience on on both Facebook and Twitter, uh, in that both my accounts are, are kind of you know my public facing accounts. I don't have a personal Facebook, and I don't have a personal Twitter. They're very much I understand. It's me, yeah, George. It's you know this is my YouTube channel. It's that. It's and I'm not posting pictures of my dog. You know I'm not I'm not really. Maybe occasionally I'll say, oh, it was warm today or some it shit. It was hell outside with this weather. I don't have the same experience as people who are, who are you know, using it all the time or anything, but I do get a lot of people who message me and ask me questions and things, and I find that that experience is, is usually almost always quite positive. You, you know, there's an actual dialogue that happens often. Maybe someone will um, write to me on Facebook, and you know, I don't respond to everyone on Facebook because uh, some mad people... Sometimes someone will say, oh, I saw this video and I thought you might like this or something. And it's mm-hmm. it's interesting. And on Twitter, it's, it's much more kind of, it's much more laid back. And people send me pictures they've drawn of me. And, uh, the, you know, I'm, uh, it's like, hey, George, this is what you'd look like if you were a shit rat. Or uh, please like tell that. me hey, this G- is true. I need to see this. I, hey, George, this is what what you would look like if you were a poppadom with, <laughs> <laughs> with a golf hat. It's, no, it's, it's <laughs> not any specific examples, but there's a lot of a lot of kind of like uh, like friendly bullshit. I, yeah. I'd say that kind of kind of comes towards me and, and stuff, and it's good. But at the same time, I'm I'm not in there very often, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't enjoy it if I was in there too often. Restraint is definitely the key, I think, um, for an enjoyable yeah. experience. It, it doesn't necessarily come down to restraint in in, in some cases that have kind of uh, upset me. I, I mean, I, I've I've I okay. had experiences with uh, people, um, and I know other people did as well. When you're online in these services, it tell it can if you're not. Oh yeah, right. It, it will okay. tell you when you're online, and like a lot of these messages. Again, you are, I know you can you can set it otherwise, but before, when I was kind of ignorant of this, um, yeah, it'll, it'll tell people when I'm available to talk. It'll tell them when I've seen their messages and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know. I always, when it came to like sending someone a message by any kind of like text platform, it was because I didn't want to speak to them directly on the phone. It was something that I could kind of take and leave and deal with, deal with in my own time. But I found a lot of people um, would invariably use this, uh, use that information to kind of keep tabs on me when I was online and in turn make expectations about when they, when, when they should be able to, when they can expect to be able to talk to me. It wasn't, they weren't isolated cases, and I would see other people that, um, you know, right. hated the same fucking thing about it. Um, we got to a point where if you suddenly fucking switched it, I mean, you know, some people would treat that with fucking suspicion. And I was just, every, even like the finer points, uh, you know, just for me, just gave, gave me grief because people were using, you know, the information that was available to them to, well, yeah. Yeah, to, to basically keep tabs on you and, and yeah, exactly. say... Say, why aren't you responding to my messages immediately? Which is not what people do. Pe- you know, a lot of people, a lot of people look at messages and think, "Well, I will reply to this just in an hour." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's unreasonable. But I used to get that a lot as well. I used to get that on Skype, uh, or if someone would call me on Skype and I'd pick up, and they'd be like, "Oh, oh, but it said you were offline. Oh, were you on invisible?" But in fairness, I did have a job at an office, so, you know. <laughs> I was doing shit, so piss I was, off. Yeah, well, I was meant to be online, but it was like, oh, fucking, I'm so hungover. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. It's 1 p.m. You cannot expect to me, for me to be on okay. my game already. Yeah, you've got another seven hours at least, you know. <laughs> I, I won't function till the sun's down, all right? <laughs> down, down, down. Not before dawn. <laughs> before dawn I'm fucking wasted again the cycle <laughs> cycle starts all over uh, okay so the, I, I said before that I wanted to go on a tangent and my tangent is is this I think a lot of people on, on Facebook especially but I imagine also Insta- Instagram and Snapchat um, they're creating 
as as you have alluded to, the double plus good version of themselves, where you know every photo is them with their girlfriend, and everyone looks pretty because it's got a filter on it, and you know it's it's a photograph taken in a certain way, and you know oh they're they're with their family, and everyone looks really happy, and oh they've gone to a water park, and oh they're at somebody's wedding, and it's all of that, uh, you it's know, and, and a no very one busy interesting life. Yeah, you never get people taking photos of what really they usually do, which is just sat in my pants and watch Walking Dead. Yeah, you know, I've, and I've got let, cheese dust it, on my chest. You know, mo- most people through the stra- through all strata all the all the stratas of society, they do that. They might not walk, walk Walking Dead, but you know, fucking fucking Fraser, he just sits in his pants and listens to the symphony. It's the same thing. <laughs> you sat in your pants somewhere. A lot of people get into this this kind of like almost keeping up with the Joneses sort of competition thing where they're they're trying to look like they're the happiest of their friends and all of that, and um, uh, you know as as regular listeners may well know, despite appearances, I'm not exactly a cool cool sort of guy. Um, <laughs> and Sorry, yeah, I shouldn't laugh too hard at that. I've had bad luck with that producer. <laughs> I'm not convinced. Uh, no, I, I, I am. Uh, I'm fucking as cool as butter. But certainly, when I was a bit younger, I wasn't. And uh, I guess you know, as a teenager, I felt a little bit left out. And I, I remember speaking to uh, to a guy who was a lot older than me. I think it must have been about twenty three. And um, I this guy was like in his forties, and he was he was kind of saying the same thing to me. You know, he he'd always felt left out of the group, and you know, he'd never really had the sort of friends you see on TV that, you know, go on road trips together and go on all these amazing sexy adventures together and all of this. And as I got a bit older into my 20s, um, uh, I, I don't know if uh, if I became any cooler, but I de- definitely became... I definitely got in with people. I've been friends with people. I've been close friends with people who have, have money, disposable income. They're young. They've got careers. They go out every night. They've got hot girlfriends, hot boyfriends, everything like that, they're just as fucking boring and they're just <laughs> as unhappy. <laughs> I wasn't sure that's where you were going to go, but nice. They are just, and, and uh, let me emphasize this, they are just as fucking boring as anyone. So I think the moral uh, of this tale is that don't worry, kids, you're, about your life and whether or not it is, it, it is in fact interesting because you are, in all honesty, equally boring. You'll hate your life, no matter what, but it's okay, because maybe not everyone hates their life, but if you were in somebody else's life, you would hate it too. (laughs) You would bring that kind of venom to any situation that you could be put into. (laughs) What what I'm saying is... everything miserable. I'm not saying that... I'm not saying (laughs) that everyone in the world is unhappy. What I'm saying is, is most people probably are unhappy, but there are a lot of people who, who are happy... But no matter what you do, you can't be one of them. <laughs> That's even more fucking damning. That's what Except I'm saying. Except your lot, lot, lot in life, because there will be nothing else. If, if you're listening to this and you're happy, then you're fine. If yeah, you're listening please to this put and the you're razor happy, down. Then, then that's it. That's that's. <laughs> someone's like, oh, okay, oh, okay. I'm I'm pretty happy. I don't know why I was going to kill myself. Hmm. What I'm saying is, if you're listening to this podcast at the moment you're at now, that's the moment you're going to be at for the rest of your life. <laughs> because this is the final moment end it <laughs> well I imagine if they've got this far they're taking it as gospel anyway <laughs> if they've got this far they've probably like half, slid halfway down a cold bath with a cold, a cold <laughs> bath that is just like opaque with blood no I think they're just running the engine in their car with the windows up uh, so Damien which is shitter Facebook or Twitter oh, you, oh nice you finally said it here we go um, I, I, I would say I would say Facebook. I think since we spent like forty-five minutes complaining about Facebook and barely touched on Twitter. <laughs> well, well, okay. Well, let's talk about Twitter then. Um, Twitter is full of porn, and even though I don't follow any porn accounts, uh, sometimes some people who I do follow retweet someone, like a porn star or something, and it's always kind of like I'm, I'm scrolling through the Twitter timeline, and it's all geeky stuff about horror movies and things like that. And you know, random pictures of faces that of uh, 
of objects that look like faces and just just asinine shit and then suddenly there's like a really fucking close-up picture of someone's vagina <laughs> as you're having your cornflakes in the morning and it's like guys i just had to show you share this with you i was so i just had to rub one out when i saw it what do you guys think i i i don't get it i don't i don't get it i don't get all the i don't get all the porn on twitter it's it's bizarre no, it's it's not it's not like it's difficult to come by on, online. I don't feel like it needs to be necessarily be there. I mean, if I if I if I find myself in need of it, it is less. It's a button click away, really. Yeah, well, what with your bookmarks and all. Oh fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got it set to come up as I every time I open Firefox, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh god, you've got They're it set of... so so like your browser opens on a specific page every time. Well, there's like. Ton- you know, I've got it set to a, many sites. It really crunches my bandwidth as soon as I open the browser. I should really think. I should really rethink really this, but you know, I just don't have the time. When I've got to blow, I've got to blow hard and quick. Oh no! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isn't that the opening line of Moby Dick? <laughs> Call me Ishmael. They do because when I got to blow hard, I got to blow quick. <laughs> Oh, I feel like we should probably disregard what I just said, but I think that's going to haunt me for a little while. When I'm going to blow, I'm going to blow hard and quick. Yeah, I didn't need to know that. Facebook did this thing recently where they they wanted you to submit pictures of your naked body so that if if you ever got your personal files released, Facebook could detect that. That doesn't make sense, does no. it? Body recognition? No. <laughs> that must be a um, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, are you just having me on? Because that sounds bullshit. Yeah. I mean, who's who's really it instigating is. this? Yeah, right. Just someone emailing people saying like, oh, hi, I, uh, I work for Facebook. Uh, could you send me bottom shots? So <laughs> if, if, if they ever get out, you know. I just logged into my, uh, my emails this morning and I've got um, one email from faceybuickheadquarters.com and it's asking for pictures of my snatch. It says it's for very important business. I don't see what... I, I mean, it looked all professional, but I was unsure about the use of the word snatch. But anyway, please find enclosed. Um, one thing uh, I think we could touch on is Facebook groups. Okay. Uh, but, you, but you've never been in a Facebook group, have you? Obviously not, no. The stuff that goes on in groups is just the most fucking aggravating shit. How so? Because you're in a, I don't know, you're in a group about something like architecture from the 1960s, or you're in a group about, um, even just about like something as really banal as typography, and an argument will occur in the comments of something, and it it will it will basically be, fuck you, you didn't vote for Trump, and all and all shit like that, or it it will it will descend into that at some point on on the page no matter how removed from politics or whether transsexuals should get their own bathrooms it is it will always kind of go back to that it seems and there was someone on british tv fairly recently uh who used to be part of the um john major government i can't remember the guy's name but he said that social media was responsible for the um coarsening of public discourse Right. Okay. I I I think that as much as the information age or or the social media age has allowed people to connect, it's not necessarily informed people. I think it's enabled people to talk the same fucking bollocks, but to people across the world and and on a much more organised level. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know. I mean, listen. I mean, you you know, you can go online. You can find people giving giving real, real legitimate looking science explaining why the Earth is flat. And they are disseminating that amongst all these forums and everything. You know, the, the internet did not bring knowledge in the way we thought it would. It's there, it's accessible, that's great. And I think social media is part of it. But it's also, the, you know, it's also responsible for for spreading a lot of fake news and just bad thinking. Yeah, I think so. I've, I, I, I think it's... I wouldn't say given us an, an awareness of you know how people think and talk, but um, I think with, with with any kind of formal comment section like that, particularly when you see the trolls and the vitriol and all that kind of stuff, it's one of those things where I mean I can see people say shit like that, you know, 
face to face. But one of the one of the things about um, it online is that they invariably there's a record now uh, that you can't kind of shake. Something that kind of yeah, sent, right. like behavior that kind of seemed almost throwaway um, is now yeah it's well it's it's recorded and you just can't ignore that this is what people can very much you know very much can be or are you know. There's a lot of stuff on Facebook, especially, I think, but I'm I'm sure there are whole reams of it on Twitter, of people saying things that you you kind of know they wouldn't say in real life, mm-hmm. and they don't they don't realize it's it's worse to say it online because it's going to be there forever. They they kind of assume anonymity and the, you know uh, the protection that that kind of yields, and it's just weird that that's what that people choose to use with it, just to shit bitch on you know. Sometimes the most childish fucking level. Yeah, it's it's almost a shame to see you know uh, yeah to see people kind of use something like that for something so trivial and well, yeah, vile. I mean, it's a it's a huge huge enabler of a a certain sort of narcissism. You know, it's well as we were discussing earlier, it's it's picture picture after picture and after picture of my face. You know, on most people's Facebook, isn't it? You know, one thousand nine hundred and twenty nine. Pictures right. of my face. Pictures of my face, or it's like a picture of my face, a picture of my dog, a picture of my kids, a picture of a pizza that I didn't make. I, well, regardless of whether you made it or not, don't take that picture of your pizza. Uh, you know, a, a picture of someone's toilets for some reason. A pic- <laughs> then a picture I of my fin- face. I finally got round to cleaning it, guys. Hashtag proud. That same picture of Hashtag my face. Hashtag free. <laughs> it was, it, look, it's the same picture of the toilet, guys, but in sepia. Oh, everything's round now. Whoa. Arty. <laughs> it's like, it, look at me. I'm, it's like I'm Tracy Emin. Well, that makes me want to go on some some random person's Facebook page and just go through all 1,200 pictures and just write on every one, derivative. Derivative, <laughs> derivative, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have, do you have any any specific uh, memories of incidents on Facebook or anything? Did you never got into an argument or anything, right? I, I very rarely uh, commented. I've I've seen other people kind of get embroiled in bizarre scenarios using stuff like that. There was a guy. He told, yeah, he kind of celebrated this at work, right? And everyone was kind of aghast, really. But he was, he just. He was on the bus once, and he just sat down next to this woman. And this guy's a bit of a desperate loser. And he just, like, started talking to this woman. And I'm sure for her it must have been in- incredibly uncomfortable, right? right? I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure. And, you know, he's he's friendly enough, but, you know, he was... Yeah, but leave her alone. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, with this guy, you always kind of knew that there's one part that's just always going to try and, like, go for it. Um, mm. And for whatever reason, you know, well, not for, ever, for for whatever reason, it was blatantly obvious what he was doing. But he asked her name, right? And <laughs> what's your phone? What name? she? Yeah, I mean, he he actually he must have done because he got her full name right, and this was a complete stranger on the bus, right? Fuck that. And he, he he takes this to work, right? And he he's telling us about it, and he's, he's like, "I learned this, this, and this." You know, like just like a polite conversation, this and the other. And he brings out his phone, right? And he's got this picture of her, right? And it's saved in his gallery, right? So what he's done, he's got the name, he's gone onto Facebook. Oh. I'm not necessarily. It's not clear whether or not he's kind of like reached out and added this person, but he's definitely been able. He's found some photos that are, in fact, you know, public. And he has he has saved that onto his phone, right? So he, <sighs> without... Straight into the wank bank. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and we just couldn't explain to him why that is incessantly... That is just... It's, it's horrible. It's absolutely... It's wretchedly fucking creepy. I, I think what's really creepy about it is that he didn't know it was creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like, like if I you're going to be I that get... creepy, don't... don't don't tell people about it. Yeah, I guess so. But then, like, get guess the name of Damien's creepy colleague in the comments. There'll be a nice sticky bun for whoever gets the creepiest <laughs> name, courtesy of the man himself. I mean, this guy's older than me, so. I, but I, I do kind of wonder with uh, people that are growing up with it now. I mean, do they have the kind of same kind of social kind of understanding and rules and stuff like that, or? What? I mean, it's interesting because I, I remember you saying to me before you left Facebook that I was the only person you knew who didn't have Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I suppose there may well be a couple of people listening to this. I hope so. Well, <laughs> you, you and I should listen to it. So. I, think there'll be, I think there'll be a couple of people are listening to this who, who maybe, um, maybe are a bit too young to really know what my MySpace was. If you that's still up, if you want to check that out, you can see how remedial social media was when it first came out. And I know I never used Bebo. Yeah, I, I don't think that there are any traces of that. But yeah, MySpace is there, and it's it's interesting what an internet graveyard looks like. Well, there was there was a window in time where, you know, if you were gonna talk to talk to someone, they would say, "Okay, uh, I'll give you my BlackBerry Messenger." Yeah, I seem to remember it was around the, the yeah was it must. It was a little bit later than that, maybe like 2011, when uh, England had those kind of those riots. Um, you mean you mean you mean the ones in London? Yes, yeah, yeah. No, I think yeah. there was yeah, there was a, there was a couple up and down the country, and right, I remember yeah. reading something. It's like uh, the police were try were were kind of was trying to solicit BlackBerry because they they realised that a lot of the way that these these kids were mobilising, they were using BlackBerry Messenger at the time. And they said oh, really? Need, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they I'm, I'm sure access. that okay, really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And they were You're kind not thinking of, of an earlier one, are you, or something? I thought, I thought by 2012, sort of time, iPhones had had taken the market. Yeah, well, I, they were rising popularity, but they didn't have. I don't think that uh, okay. that same platform at that point. You were still like texting through okay. your cellular, uh, your, your your carrier, I think. Right. Point. Yeah. You know, I remember having to do that, and it would cost something like eleven pence to send one text message. Yeah, yeah it, could, I, it could only be something like uh, 280 characters, or maybe even 140, like Twitter. And now, you know, everyone does it incessantly. On, 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 well, yeah, they do it incessantly on Facebook and blah blah blah. It, I mean, can, it's, it's got to a point where like a, an actual phone call is somewhat of a rarity. Um, it's almost becoming novel, you know. I've I've heard a lot of people say they they they're annoyed if someone calls them. Oh yeah, I'm I'm off that camp as well. If if, I, if my phone rings uh, and I'm on my downtime, I'm like this is this is a drag. I don't see, really... right. I am I am of that camp too in that regard. But also, there are, there are times where I've had like a half an hour email conversation with someone, and it it could have been resolved the problem or whatever. Minutes. It could have been resolved in in like two minutes on the phone. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I'm de- I'm definitely someone who, if uh, if there if there was a problem. I know if we we were working on a project or something, if there was a problem, a real problem, I would call you, like immediately. I I just wouldn't want to worry about it. I wouldn't want to be like, well, I'll email him and then I'll look in four hours. Like, no, I want to know now. But at, yeah. the, at the same time, I don't want people phoning me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you would think that, but I've I mean, I've had um, like my boss kind of uh, try to doesn't really have necessarily problems, but he, you know, he needs answers about work related stuff, and invariably I'll get like a text through fucking WhatsApp. Yeah. And then I usually, my phone is in complete disrepair. It's, um, I'm terrible to get hold of by phone. And I will not, I will not have access to this like simple text because my phone doesn't, phone and my carrier are not coordinating. So I get things like two hours out of the loop. Um, so I'm not responding to things in any, you know, any kind of remotely useful kind of time, time frame. And uh, I, I'm always kind of confused, like, well, if you need this answer, I mean, I know you can kind of call directly, that's fine. And I'm always kind of baffled as, as to why you just don't do that, really. Um, well, it, it, it was the same for me when I used to work in an office and they would send me an email. They would send me an email at half past eight and I would get there at nine. Oh, who am I kidding? <laughs> I, would get, I would get there at half past ten and they would, they would say, did you get the email? And I'd be like, no, what email? Oh yeah, we sent it at half past even even while well, we sent it at eleven at night. You know, if you say that, I'm not going to have looked at it. I, I'm yeah. not. No, sorry, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not, I'm not the sort of person who's like just finished watching Netflix and I'll brush my teeth, and the last thing I'm going to do is look at my email. Fuck that. Yeah. But at the same time, I always get you know the impression that yeah. Well, in the time that you have mentioned the fact that I have an email, can you not simply tell me what it is you needed to tell me? Oh, but we're we're just we're just bitching about electronics now, really, aren't yeah. we? <laughs> Fucking phones. I, I don't think it's even electronics. I think it's the the idea of like having to talk to other people, really. Do you, do you know what I hate, Damien? Existing. <laughs> Which is shit? A Facebook or Twitter? Life. Life, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, or life, or everything's lovely. <laughs> oh dear. Um, you know I don't even have a phone. Take take that. I am the proto hipster. 
you know, I've, I made My a point phone's of living made out in... of wicker, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> wicker yeah, because I, I, I use smoke signals. I just communicate to people with soy. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't want to question how that's done. I feel like I would regret knowing the truth there. Squirting. Squirting <laughs> the soy. <laughs> it's all, it's it, all done with taste, obviously. It's like almond or soy. Oh, I was going to kind of go for more of a sort of Morse code type thing. So it's just kind of, yeah, yeah you're kind of really gripping your, uh, gripping, oh, gripping it kind of rhythm <laughs> sure, in, in okay, a very specific rhythm. Quiet. No, enough. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that you choose soy. It's, I mean, it's still, it's an audio medium. The fact that you <laughs> seem to, you settle on soy is just, it's, it's, it's kind of baffling, but you know. <laughs> soy, 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 soy. <laughs> You're up one million dollars. <laughs> but on the plus side, I knocked down the wig spear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to cover the Facebook groups. Uh, uh, just, just to say that uh, these groups that that also devolve into into madness. They're also these weird groups which are devoted to very specific things. Um, and some of the more popular and the more funny ones are are like depression meals. There's a Facebook group for depression meals, and it's photos people have taken of disgustingly sad meals, <laughs> and it, it's it's like always like half a banana on toast. <laughs> so is this kind of a celebration of just stupid pictures of stupid food, or is it just people saying that my life is more shit than yours? Yeah, well, like, like a lot of Facebook is, it's a lot of it is a celebration of how shit people's lives are. Um, my life is more shit than yours. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good way of. Of looking at it, um, oh, I ate some peas that I put in aspic today. Stuff like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! With there's some another, vinegar. There's another one which talks about um, Jim, and Jim is a word they use for any any old person who is kind of like a nice person, but they don't understand technology. And it's always kind of like someone's written something on Facebook, and they've they've written. They've just written on on someone else's page something about I have a wardrobe for sale, and that's it. <laughs> you know, and it's kind of like oh, they spotted a gym. You know, it's it's there and stuff like that's fun. It's just a waste of time, and that's not necessarily a bad thing a lot of the time. I think what I'm saying is I think that that people using both Twitter and Facebook isn't that bad. It's more I think what makes them shit, if you want to put it like that, which obviously we do because we've we've name the podcast is kind of how ruthlessly these these platforms are, are mining data and the propensity to misuse all of this mm -hmm. i think if you just you're just a user there's nothing wrong with that yeah um like but I also i don't fucking tr trust that mark zuckerberg <laughs> what if the movie of twitter versus facebook is jeff goldblum running for president and john candy is um is a genie that's come out of Jeff Goldblum's urethra. <laughs> so every time, so every time he's trying to like rub one out, you know, John Candy just kind of like flies out. But he has that kind of like sort of ephemeral tail, which is always, always stemming from his dick, which is really unnerving for Mr. Goldblum. Yeah. So if if Jeff Goldblum's porking his missus, right? He still does that mean that John Candy will explode out of his wife, or will he just kind of like fade through? Um, you mean like explode out of his wife, like she will turn into like meat shrapnel? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or like become as John Candy, I don't know. Or does he kind of like fly out of her mouth? What do you reckon? Um, <laughs> meat shrapnel. I reckon, I reckon Jeff Goldblum notices that he's becoming sharper, stronger, clinically insane. And, uh, and, and that bits of him starts to fall off and beneath him. John Candy emerges. <laughs> like, so the, so, the, the someone's in a bar is, and he's like, it, oh, it, you it, like candy bars? I'll give you an arm wrestle. <laughs> so the setup for this is a lot less fucking, a lot less, there's a lot more disbelief because he, he's had the same tr uh, uh, accident with a teleportation device, which is there. Somehow John Candy muscled his way in there with, unbeknownst to Jeff Goldblum. It's a premise that we can't buy, but in a, a genie, a genie John Candy as well. So Je Jeff Goldblum is also is turning into John Candy, but he also has three wishes to grant anyone. 
Good news for Gina Davis. All right, so we're, which is shitter, Facebook or Twitter? Vote now. Uh, and then we'll put it up to a vote, Damien. Won't that be nice? Mm. Do you think we should do that or not? Yeah, why not? Um, yeah. I mean, just... it's Facebook, obviously. Join us next time where we'll be discussing transplanting Jeremy Irons into films to make them a little bit weirder in a way that only Jeremy Irons could. I suppose Boy George could make them weirder as well, couldn't he? That's another podcast. No, All right. that's, good. that's what we'll be, we'll be talking about next week. Just Boy George. <laughs> join, us, join us next time where we'll be discussing how transplanting Jeremy Irons and Boy George into various films would make them weirder. All right. See you then. Bye. Goodbye.